Welcome to the Christian's Weight Success Podcast. I am Christian Evans. In 2015, I launched my blog, ChristiansWeightSuccess.net, to answer the question of how I lost 187 pounds. I am currently a personal trainer in Peoria, Illinois, and as a personal trainer, I'm the one you look to for inspiration, but even I need motivation. I have my ups and downs in this fitness journey, just like you, and in this podcast, I'll share with you details of my personal life, diet, and workouts. So thank you for subscribing to this podcast. In today's podcast episode, we will be interviewing Chris the Vigilante Jenkins. He is a personal trainer out of South Carolina, my brother. We did some YouTube collaboration videos a few years back, and we're going to talk to him about his day-to-day life, how it was affected by COVID, if that's the case, and his current thoughts about the current state of America. But before we get into that, are you in the Peoria, Illinois area? Are you looking for a personal trainer that will focus on you to help reach your fitness goals? Do you need a timely, efficient, structured workout today? If yes, please sign up for one-on-one personal training at ChristiansWeightSuccess.net. In addition to becoming my client, you will have access to the Day One Meals menu. Day One Meals is a a la carte meal prep service I offer to my clients to help you reach your fitness goals. If you are not in the Peoria, Illinois area, I can provide you a similar workout experience on Zoom. If you need your workouts written and structured for you, I will service your customized workout ebook. If you don't have any exercise equipment, we can adjust. So please visit ChristiansWeightSuccess.net to sign up. Please sign up to download my free shelter in place body weight exercise ebook. This program is designed to use only your body weight. No need for any exercise equipment. If you've downloaded the program, please give me some feedback on what you think of the workout. And today's episode, again, we will be interviewing Chris the Vigilante Jenkins. We did a Zoom meeting a few days ago and we just chopped it up. It's been a long time since me and Chris spoke. And thank God for technology where we can, you know, do the do the Zoom thing and, uh, you know, get an interview in and ask him a few questions again about, you know, the what he feels about the current state of America, um, his workout routines, his diet. And also he's going to tell you a great inspirational story on how he became the state. Yes the state record holder in squats. So without further ado, here is my interview with Chris, the vigilante Jenkins. And today's podcast episode will be a little different. We have my guest, my friend, my brother, Chris, the vigilante Jenkins. He is a personal trainer out of South Carolina, um, Columbia, I believe, uh, Columbia, South Carolina, um, man, Chris has so many different accolades, uh, powerlifting state record holder champ and, uh, deadlifts, I believe, um, also has his own YouTube channel. Uh, I first got acquainted with Chris and met Chris on Google plus, which was, you all probably don't even remember Google plus, but that's been some years ago and we've always kept in contact uh, since. And we even did a uh, YouTube collaboration series called Cheat or Gnaw a few years ago where we asked you if you would cheat on your diet with this uh, food review item or food item, whether it be uh, dessert, whether it be cereal or Oreos or whatever the case may be. So we've always kept in contact and whether it be on social media or just actually just texting each other and just checking up on each other, um, you know, just randomly. And so um, I bring to you Mr. Chris Jenkins. What's going on, Chris? Hey, man, it's a happy Sunday out here. I'm, I'm feeling all right. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. What's the weather like out there? It's hot. It's about it's about ninety it's about ninety three degrees right now. It's um it was it's been you know it's funny because like it's always hot until about from probably about I mean, it's four thirty here now. Um, it's usually hot between anywhere from 10 a.m. all the way up to about 5:30, and then it just start pouring down rain. Thunderstorms come out of nowhere, so really? that's really? how that's how most of the summers are. But it usually happens between June and July. Like August, usually don't happen like that. So, but I guess that's 2020 for you. You never know what happens. I got you. I got you. So, 
Um, kind of like just with, with that being said, give us a quick breakdown of a typical day for you from the time you wake up to, you know, family time to clients to even finding time to work out for yourself. Oh man. Okay. So the typical day I get up probably about three twenty, so I can make sure that I'm, I'm not only at the boot camp on time, but a little bit before time so I can get there and prepare. Cause my first thing I do when I get up in the morning is I go downstairs and I drink, like I drink probably about 50 ounces of water. So by the time it's time to leave the house, it's time, you know, it's time to use the bathroom. Right. Right. right, right, right. <laughs> but that, you know, if you, if you know enough about the human body, that's what water will do. So uh-huh. I'm up getting ready, get showered. Um, I work a good ways away. I work about 25 minutes away from here, and that's without the traffic early in the mornings. So 25 minutes away from here, which is in Lexington, South Carolina. I live in Columbia, South Carolina. Okay. So, um, my position is in Lexington, South Carolina. So um have to make sure I'm there at least probably about 20 minutes early so I can make sure, you know, everything good to go before we start the session at 5 a.m. Um, I coach the majority of the sessions, especially when I'm working the morning and the evening shift. Excuse me. And um, so the morning, I'm there from like 4.40 a.m. to probably about 10, 15 a.m. Once I leave there, uh, just depending on the day, I'll probably go and do my own workout. Right now, I'm I'm in a pre, pre-prep phase, which is something that's new to me that, that was brought to my attention by my coach. So a pre-prep phase. Usually, I only prep for about eight weeks because I peak out at, at seven weeks. After seven weeks, I'm ready to hit the platform and start lifting some weights Mm -hmm. so um but pre-prep phase um i try to fit a little boxing in there not only just for cardio health but also my mental health too because you know especially with the way things going these days you know everything just had you so frustrated yeah 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 and with us you know especially with the internet the way they work you can't exactly express your emotions. You can't. There's nobody. There's nobody. Right, right, right. Now don't, now don't get me wrong. My, my wife, I got a good woman in here. Yeah. Man. I mean, you know, you can't just, you know, just burst out crying. Because everybody take it as a sign of sensitivity, a sign of softness. A sign what, did, of softness. What, did, what did Kobe say? What did Kobe say to Dwight? <laughs> soft. 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 <laughs> soft. I, I love that. I, I love that. Yeah. Um, you know, I might I might fit a little boxing in there, you know, go home. Right now my wife working from home and it's probably gonna be like that for the rest of this year. And mm-hmm. you know, my daughter here sometimes, sometimes she'll go to a nana house, but um I'll eat lunch and talk to them, let them know how the morning went. My daughter will wanna play and by the time I look up, it's three fifteen, it's time for me to drive back out to Lexington again for the for the evening session. So right. run three sessions in the evening, four thirty, five fifteen, and then six o'clock. And just depending on the day, depending on the rotation, I'm coaching the majority of those too. I mean, it's only it's only three sessions. It's easy work for me, but yeah. I think the drive the drive is what I'm I'm never excited about. So right. after that, I you know get home, eat dinner, and then talk to them again about everything that's been going on. And by the time I look up again, it's time for me to hit the sack at about ten o'clock, which is probably a little too late. But that's that's about the best I can do, especially yeah. having yeah. You know, Family, so. Yeah, uh, I was calculating that out. That's about an hour and 20 minutes in, in traffic, mm-hmm. uh, per se, maybe an hour and 10, you know, all together if you're going to and fro twice per day. Um, and see, that's, that's the thing, like, in the, in the in the afternoons, there's more traffic, but once school starts back, then it's going to be even worse. So now, instead of having to leave the house maybe at, like, 315, 320, I'm probably going to have to leave at 305 just in case I don't run into traffic. Yeah, right on the dot. Right, yeah. right, right on the dot. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Man, that's a it's a busy day, man. So explain to me what um pre prep. So you say you're in a, a pre prep phase. So what is the overall goal or is this just like, hey, I picked a eight week program that I'm just gonna do just for fun, or is there a mean to an end for all of this? Working on working on the weak points. My um, it's not <laughs> my right now. I'm working with a guy named Mike Christian, and um, he got a lot going on this year. So I'm get I'm getting ready to have a dude named Brian Hill take over. But um, he and he he and Brian pretty much operate the same way. 
what they really want to work on is they want to work on those weak points and that not necessarily the lifts or we it's just you know me being faster with the lifts because this is one thing that probably even you christian don't know about powerlifting that me and you never even talked about um lifts in, in a meet you want all your lifts to be fast and the reason you want them to be fast is because you don't want the, the officials to be looking for something. Like if you if you come up, if you come up just a little bit too slow or lift a little too slow, that gives them a lot of time to look, oh well, you know, he didn't lock out or you know, he didn't he didn't hit depth or you know, something like that. So if the lift fast, there's nothing for them to look for. They're like, oh, okay, well, right, that makes sense. white light for that. Cause I mean it, it was so fast I couldn't see. So um just working on just working on speed on, on the lifts and that requires um, a lot of stuff with the chains, a lot of stuff with uh, bands. Um, my lower my lower back is not in the best shape. It's not. It, I don't have the back of a ninety year old, but I also don't have the lower back of a twelve year old either. You know, at, at thirty eight, you know, I, I took some punishment, and they, their main focus is just working on just speed and me just keeping my my lower back healthy, and it's been working out pretty good so far. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So for those um, who may not know or are familiar with Chris is I want you to tell everybody what your uh, state record, you know, the, 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 the championship title that you do hold. I think we just went by that too quick. <laughs> I always like to give people their flowers. Um, man, let them know. Let them know where, you know, what, what you did. Uh, to get there and in that adversity because, you know, you went in one year and uh, you got cheated out. You know, mm -hmm. I, I, I remember that. But then you had a redemption year. Mm -hmm. um, so tell everybody about that whole get up. I'm, I'm glad you asked me that. It's always exciting to tell the story. So um, 2018, I thought I had beat a, a national record when it came to um, squats turns out the rules according to the rules which you know it was all my fault because i didn't read it's funny that we just talked about that before. <laughs> but i didn't read the rules and you have you have to beat the record by um 2.5 kilograms which is i don't know that's probably about four pounds it's, i think it's 2.5 pounds or, or four pounds or something like that you have to beat the record by that in order to get the record i actually apparently tied the record so, yeah, so I, I went through some issues with that, and it, it really, it, it it was a pretty bad start at first in 2019, which you know, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I was I wasn't too happy about that. So um, then, going into the the meet in 2019, the, the next meet, I say, well, you know, that just gives me a little bit of time to prepare and you know make sure I get it next time, but. <laughs> Me being the procrastinator that I can be sometimes, I didn't turn in my form in on time. So <laughs> I pretty much got locked out of this meeting. And they was like, well, what we'll do is um we'll keep we'll keep your form. All right. And if and if we got somebody that drop out, then you know, we'll we'll let you have a spot. Right. And my first thought was, ain't nobody gonna drop out. But this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna prep for this mug anyway. I'm not gonna go as far, but I'm I'm gonna prep for it anyway, just in case. Just in case that, you know, that 2% chance somebody drop out, then, you know, I'm going to be ready. And sure enough, and, and it was, and that that's why hitting the record last year was, was it was, it was emotional for me because I had, they called me with three weeks out, three weeks out of the meet. So really, because another thing that people don't know about powerlifting, the week leading up to the meet, you're not supposed to do nothing. It's not even, you can't, like, you're not even supposed to do a jumping jack. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're supposed <laughs> to rest. <laughs> like, you're supposed to literally just rest. So, um, I literally only had, like, two and a half weeks to, to get ready for this thing, but I was still doing the same lifts that I was doing and doing the same techniques that I was doing, um, you, you know, as, as if I was, as if I had turned in the, in the form on time. And um, I went there, and I, I was feeling good. And my first, my second attempt, I broke, I broke the national record. It was a national record at the time. Somebody else got it now, but it still stands as a South Carolina Amer American Powerlifting Federation state record. So that's that was seven. Oh Lord, 
Seven sixteen. And that was deadlifts or squats? Was that deadlifts squats. or squats? Okay. Squats. Now the deadlifts. Seven hundred on squats. Yeah. Right. Pain. Deadlifts was seven oh five. Now again, that was emotional for me too because I like the last two meets. The meet I had, I did two meets in two thousand eighteen and. June of 2018, just two days after my after my blah, 37th, no, 36th birthday, um, I got on the platform and I was feeling good. I was having a real good day. Like, I mean, I tell you, I was on fire. Like, I was not missing lifts at all. Like, everything was just going. And I just felt so good, but I made too much of a I, – I think the jump was too big. So I, I told my coach, I was like, well, I want to try 705. And – I got there, and you can find this. You probably can find this video on my Instagram and my YouTube anywhere. Um, I couldn't. I couldn't lock the bar out for whatever reason. I couldn't yeah. get seven hundred five, mm-hmm. and I ended up coming in second place because of that. So, of course, I felt some kind of way. Like I'm, I'm just driven by failure. A lot of guys, like that's one thing y'all need to understand out there too. Like y'all fail at something, and y'all just be like, screw it. No, me. Yeah. I was like, no. I, I'm, I'm gonna get seven hundred five. So I tried 705 again in December of 2018. And it was it, it was it was a grinder, but I thought I had it. And then I turned around and I had two red lights. So if you get in a meet, if you get two red lights, the lift is no good. All right, you got to get two white lights in order for the lift to count. And I could not figure out why they didn't count it. Mm. I, I just I was like, how? Like, if you want me to, man, I'll send you a video of my face. Like, I was literally like, what? Yeah, I, I remember that. I remember that, man. <laughs> I was like, come on. So I was like, man. And at that point, like, I'll be honest. I was like, you know what? Screw deadlifts. Like, I just, I guess I'll just stay in the 600 somewhere. Right. And for whatever reason, um, last year, 20, 2019, I was starting to, the, the, the short, the short prep time was starting to catch up to me during the meet. Mm-hmm. And like, after we was done with bench, I was like, I don't even know if I can deadlift. And out of, out of nowhere, out of nowhere, I just got the second win. Like during the warmups, I was like, yeah, I, I think I, I, I'm ready. I'm ready. I don't know. Don't ask me what happened. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I just think Jesus just came out of nowhere. It was like, here, have some strength. Like it was, it was crazy. So, but I, I say all that to say this, um, South Carolina APF record um, squats and deadlifts uh, are the two records that I hold right now. That is that is amazing. I just remember, you know, just rooting for you. I was, you know, texting you that day. I'm like, man, you got this. You got first place. You're going to knock it out. And even when I saw the video of the deadlift not counting, I'm like, what? Right. And true, it's like, I don't know all the different rules and stuff like that. But for me, I'm like, listen, he got it up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's how I seen it. But, you know, when you know when in Rome, you know, you got to follow the rules. Uh, right. You know, whatever it is. But I do remember you coming back and then eventually giving first place. And, you know, it's that redemption story. You know what I mean? Like, we, we fall down and we get up. We fall down and we get up. You know, it's just nothing ever just constant. And even when you feel like you're doing your best, there's still that possibility of getting knocked down by some forces that you can't even control or anticipate. But it's like, how are you going to respond to that? Right. And that, you know, that builds your resilience, that builds your character and, you know, your will is tested. When your, when your will gets tested, man, like that's just a, that, that, that is a, a liberating feeling from the standpoint of you not wanting to stay in whatever rut that you're in that is testing your will, mm-hmm. right? You're like, okay, I gotta, I gotta get from under this. So, you know, appreciate you bringing all that stuff into context. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with, like you said, the state of, you know, uh, the world you know, right now, uh, as far as what's going on and, you know, you let me know about your schedule and your work schedule, you know, and home life and everything like that. Uh, what challenges do you face maintaining your fitness goals right now? You know what? At at the moment, none, because everything is going, it's it's pretty much going as planned. Like, I guess the hardest thing is now with my daughter being home a little bit more, not, you know, not with her Nana. Um, Just 
resisting that temptation to reach for some of her little snacks that she got laying around here, like yeah. chips, the cookies and stuff like that, which, you know, I just want to tell the world, like chips and cookies are not the devil. Like it's not, you know, you ain't going to go to hell if you eat, if you eat <laughs> that stuff. But, you know, I, I you just, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta find balance. And it's really no balance when it's kind of just laying around. Like it's one thing if you just go, like we went out yesterday and we had some ice cream, like that's a little different than just buying ice cream and keeping it in the house. Right. You know what I'm saying? Cause we did it that one time and now it's over with, but it's different when that stuff just looking at you right in the face. Like, right. It's talking mm-hmm. to you. It's talking yeah. to you. <laughs> Um, but, um, when the, when the gyms closed for probably about, I want to say about eight weeks out here, that was rough because it was hard for me to, you know, hold all the muscle that I liked to hold. Like Mm -hmm. people told me that I was crazy because they didn't feel like I had lost muscle. I was like, listen, I look at myself every day. I know I lost muscle because I, I, man, I went from like 290 to like 278 in eight weeks. And it was, Mm -hmm. I, I knew it was because. It was because of the, the the gyms being closed. So I had to do all this body weight stuff, and which you know I hadn't done. I don't do too often no more, but I, I hadn't I hadn't been consistent with that since like 2011. Like that was all I used to do in like 2011, 2012. But I right. stopped. That COVID that COVID forced a lot of us to go back to the basics. Yeah, you know I mean, even doing it's a push creative. up. Yeah. yeah, even doing an air squat. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like how many air squats can you do? You're like. <laughs> Man, what's going on? Why my knees feel like this? But I'm a powerlifting champion yeah. in the squat. You know what I mean? But my own body weight. Yeah, it's just crazy. It's just crazy, man. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, man, it was just crazy how everything hit at that time. And I was just like, in that time, I didn't know what was really going on. You know what I mean? You don't know, like, is this like the beginning of the Walking Dead type stuff or what's, what's going on? And like you said, you know, everything's playing with your mental and uh, the chances of you uh, actually talking back to those chips or those cookies uh, increases, you know, especially, especially during those times. But that's good that currently, you know, everything is, you know, somewhat back to normal, whatever the new normal is that, you know, you're staying on point with that. And speaking of that, what does this current diet consist of that, that you're on? Like, are you um, like tracking as far as calories in or, you know, like what's what's really going on? One thing I just recently discovered and people look at me crazy because, you know, I've been in fitness for, you know, I, I've been I've been certified in a few areas since 2015. But just make just making sure that I was getting enough protein in and that 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 was that was never I've never been this consistent when making sure I get enough protein in like. Guys over 200 pounds, I'm like, listen, get 200 grams of protein in every day. It's easier said than done, but like, but like, that's another that's another blessing in the skies with this whole COVID thing is that you know it, it's allowing the real people that know how to be creative be even more creative. The people who right. didn't know how to be creative be creative. Like I just I had to, I had to really start getting creative with things. I don't know if you was on my Instagram the other day, but. The, the the protein and the and the cereal, the bowl of cereal. That yeah, I did see that. I did I did see that. I said, I'll say he focused. I said, he got a plan. I said, either he getting ready for another meat or something. When I seen that, I was like, oh, okay. I said, I see what you over there doing. <laughs> but yeah, just just make just making sure that, you know, I'm just getting the right the right amount of macros in. As far as calories go, yeah. Um, what I will tell people that that's watching this or who will be listening to this, just make just make sure that you in a calorie deficit it's so it's so many little fool little diets out there that that supposedly go on this is the diet you got keto you got vegan you got atkins diet you got uh i don't know intermittent fasting and all that stuff listen nothing wrong nothing necessarily wrong with with the diets it's just that they all they, they they all got the same punchline and that's calorie deficit. Exactly. 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 <laughs> like, well, my friend went vegan and she lost weight, so I'm gonna do it. You no, know, you you it's not because they went vegan, it's because they had a calorie deficit. Oh, my friend went keto. Like, Pete, you ought to see the amount of the messages in my wife's inbox about keto this, keto that, keto this. But I I really don't they don't see all the work it takes to make some of that keto stuff that she makes. Oh really yeah. 
all the tracking that she have to do. Like they don't they don't see none of the you know the stuff behind the scenes. All they see is the before and the afters. Right. They see a few meals here and there, and they're like, "Oh, I want to do that." I'm like, mm, you know what I mean? Like one of my one of my favorite rappers, Fifty Cent. People be like, "Man, Fifty, I want to be like you." They be Fifty be like, "No, you don't, because you don't want to be shot nine times." That's, that's <laughs> right, right, right. You know what I mean? They don't they don't want the pain that come with the pleasure at the end. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, exactly. Now I've seen uh, a lot of your wife's cooking, you mm. know, and me experimenting and going through my own keto phase knows like, okay, in order to, you know, maintain as uh, far as this keto, as far as uh, diet, right? And context when I'm saying diet is the actual like food that you have to prep. Mm. I understand there's a lot of prep time go- going in with that because you have to be so focused on the ingredients that it takes to make mm-hmm. said thing, right? And if you're doing it, you have to be on point with it because it is, you know, you're still counting calories. Like you said, the punchline, the calories, right? Um, and everything leading up to that, it's like you have to be disciplined for that. Um, but she has an amazing, you know, transformation story. I'm going to have to probably get her on here just as well if she likes the camera time. But like you said, it's like nobody wants to uh, really – commit and invest into the information that it would take to say that I need to measure my stuff out. I need to stick to this and I need to, you know, maintain, you know, these calories uh, coming in and, you know, how much am I burning? And that, that is so important, right? That is so important. Even a little personal note of me doing the, uh, you know, keto thing, you know, it, it went from strictly keto to more like low carb. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, I've never been a big bread and pasta uh, eater. My my starches that I went full bore on would be like potatoes. Mm-hmm. Right. Anything potatoes fried, fried diet laid to the side or, you know, whatever. But, you know, I still stay away from that so much. I still have to watch myself about, you know, if it's a party or a gathering or what may have you. But just recently within this last uh, week, I've been focusing more on exactly what you said. Calories in, you know, calories out. You know, just basically, are you at a caloric deficit? Yay or nay? You know what I mean? Sim- simple as that. Um, and that's how you will be able to see whatever, you know, results that you are trying to see. If you are trying to lose weight or, or you know what I'm saying, gain weight, it's, you know, either this or that, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying that to paraphrase, to paraphrase it for, for not having to, uh, be too too in detail about like you said. It's like oh, she lost weight because she's a vegan, or she lost weight because she's keto. It's like not that. That's not the full story. Mm-hmm. It's still calorie deficit. Period. Oh, yeah. Um. So yeah, I get it. So what does your so what does your current exercise routine consist of? Uh, how many days per week, and like how long are your personal sessions? So um. So you, you mean like when, when I work out, when you say my personal sessions, you mean like when, when I work yeah, out? Yeah, 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 yeah. When it's time for Chris Jenkins to work out, he's done, you know, training people or whatever the case may be. Okay, so what, what is your current, current routine? Lifting sessions, and I, and I won't, I, I'm, I'm not just talking to you, I'm talking to the audience too. Like when, when it comes to lifting sessions, lifting sessions will probably be a little bit longer because you need more rest because your body is taking that, that, that beating. So you got it's more time under tension when 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 you lift. And so um anywhere from an hour and a half, hell, sometimes two hours. It it just it really just depends. Like um like today's leg day didn't take as long as I thought, but it, it did take like I remember texting you the other day and I was like, it's gonna take a little bit longer than I thought, but not that long. So I think I was there for probably about an hour and ten minutes today. Mm-hmm. Last week I was there for two hours. Wow. Because you know, because the way the program was set up, he wanted me to deadlift until I reached my one rep max. Like he just wanted me to do singles until I couldn't do a single no more with, you know, with some, with some band tension and stuff. So that, that took a little while, which, you know, sorry with me, as long as I got time. Um, so maybe like Sunday, maybe like Sunday and Monday would be a lift session. Tuesday I'll do like boxing, kickboxing, um, circuit type of training the way, you know, I get my heart rate up because at the end of the day, that's what's most important. Making sure your heart healthy. Uh-huh. Um, and maybe like a, a Friday or something like that. I'll do some more boxing, but usually 
lifting three to four times a week and then maybe boxing one or two days, just depending on the schedule. I do have this one active recovery day that that might put me on to which, you know, is going to help protect my lower back. And it's a lot of different drills. I don't know if you saw them on the Instagram stories, but it's a lot of different drills to help make the lower back stronger and make it a little bit more uh-huh. cool. So, you know, going into the meet, you know, again, lifts can be faster. I can have more energy to go through the rest of the meet because them squats will take a lot out of you. Them first three, yeah. them first three attempts of squats, you like, eh, like, I, okay, all right, I, I need a break now. And you know me, I told you several times, I hate working out on legs, man. Like, man, get them kettlebells out. Get them kettlebells. You know, I'm like, man, shut up. You know what I mean? I'm like, Chris, I, I, and, and, and high key, I'm like, I'm going to ask him a question, but I don't want him to answer with kettlebells. <laughs> I, I was praying. I'm like, he going to say it. He going to say it because I didn't want to do it. And yeah. I'm like, am I not going to listen to uh, <laughs> the, the squat state record champion? You know what I mean? Like, no, he don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm yeah. just like, he's like, okay, this is what you got to do. And I just, you know, I did it. You know what I mean? And it worked. That's the thing. But, you know, so you you spending that much time on, on, on legs, and it's not so much the time. Let me correct myself. It's not so much the time. It's you're doing what it takes to strengthen your legs for you. And it just so happened that in exchange for that strength, you know, you pay for it in time, right? But at the end of the day, you're like, okay, I felt stronger. Um, I got that lift, and yeah, it was tiring, you know, putting that weight on, but I got it done. You know yeah. what I mean? Absolutely. I, yeah, got um, I, I debated, we rewind back to the diet a little bit. I debated whether or not I wanted to post everything I ate after, before, during, and after my first meet on Facebook, because you know how people on Facebook, you know, everybody's an expert, everybody yeah. has emotions, and everybody yeah. just gets all in an uproar over every little single little thing. But I'm really thinking about doing that. But, you know, I'm trying to find I'm trying to find the context behind it, because my, my new thing is you can post something, you can post whatever you want, but you got to make sure you got context behind all that stuff that you post. I remember posting some kind of I, I reposted a status once and somebody wanted to go back and forth with me in private about it. And I was like. Well, this is what I meant by that. I didn't mean that. This is what I meant. They was like, why didn't you just put that? I was like, I probably should have put that. It's a shame that I have to put that, but I probably yeah. should have put that. So some in the coming weeks, I'm a, I'm really considering sitting down and remembering everything that I ate before, during, and after my first powerlifting meet. And pretty much I eat, I pretty that's pretty much the diet for the night before lead going into the final meal of the day of the meet and i really want to post that so people can see but i don't want to post it because yeah you might you might you might want to say that time energy and just put it in the ebook you yeah. know what I mean? you got you got a daughter to feed she liked them snacks so i mean that's <laughs> honestly man you are you have the credentials man you have the credentials to say hey listen i'm put a price tag on this you know what i mean because that's what people are interested in you know what i mean because this is honestly what you do i'm all for making sure people get their their just due in the midst of, you know, and this web of free information, you know, but, you know, at the, at the same time, you know, we, we have to survive. We have to provide for our family. You know what I mean? And I think in this, uh, you know, social media world that the presumption that somebody can get you for, for, for free, your knowledge mm-hmm. and your support and that you're crazy for thinking about your payment um, I used to get really kind of uptight about that, but then I had to realize, I'm like, well, you're just not my client. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I actually like really like settling into that because my clients pay me just like your clients pay you. And the opinions of those who don't is like, it needs to just fall by the ankle side. Cause it's, we got enough stress to worry about, right? We have enough, you know, things to worry about, uh, workouts being programmed, the diet, making sure you, you know, you're not eating those cookies that <laughs> your daughter left out or whatever the case may be. He's like, let me just finish that whole entire roll. You know what I mean? You don't need yeah. that roll. You know what I mean? And I just yeah, go, to the tomorrow. <laughs> I go to the store yeah. tomorrow and get a fresh <laughs> bag. You know what I mean? For her, I want her to have – you know, you try to find out these different ways to justify why you want to be a criminal in that oh, area yeah. of your life. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. yeah, we got enough stuff to, to think about. Um, so, like, has your diet um, or exercise routine – 
changed due to COVID. I remember, like you said, the first like eight weeks, um, you know, once everything was, you know, still happening or whatever, you know, you dropped about, like you said, about 10, 12 pounds and um, you just had to kind of like get real creative in like making sure you maintain like your protein. So um, you can elaborate on that or if anything else, you know, far as change, far as doing during that. Yeah, but um like like I said, right right now, um, everything is all good. I'm just I'm just hoping, you know, the the gyms can stay open for as long as they can around here. Right now there's no signs of them closing. There's no signs of us taking a step back to where we ended up when this first thing when this thing first kicked off. Um I'm trying I'm trying to think of some some more challenges that, that I face you know, during the whole thing. Cause I, cause I even tried, I, I even tried to eat like crap so I could keep some weight on and that didn't even work because I was feeling like crap. So I was like, this, uh-huh. this ain't working either. So <laughs> as long as, as long as I, I got, I got a place where I can have enough resistance to where I can, you know, kind of hold on to this mask because I'm going to be honest with you. And it's not to sound cocky or, or, or arrogant or nothing like that. I, I like being big because my when you know one of my goals was like I'm gonna be one of the slowest people around here, and that's mm-hmm. that's what I want. And for me to go from that to kind of just dropping all this weight, you know, it, it was <laughs> I was in my feelings about it for yeah, a little bit. Yeah. You felt like you get pushed around, <laughs> yeah, right? But the one that but I couldn't I couldn't get too big because um, going into meets a lot of times like I have to put on some more weight, and a lot of times I end up putting on so much weight to where like it's hard for me to even move like. I might be down like I let me see the weight the weight class that I compete in is the 308 weight class but that doesn't mean a person can weigh 308 pounds that means you're just over the limit for the previous weight class which is 275 pounds uh-huh. so I come in like let's say the day before we we weigh in the day before I come in at like 280 instead of 275 okay now I got to go to the 308 class now the heaviest I ever been for a meet was right at 300 pounds now mm-hmm. I feel I felt like I can move trees and rocks and <laughs> at the same time when I go down on the floor and I'm playing with my daughter and reading my daughter, it's hard for me to get up. I'm like, okay. Okay. Right, I'm I'm ready to get on this platform so I can get some of this weight back off. <laughs> right. It's hard. Right. You know, right. I, I've right. never looked three hundred. I mean, I hadn't since you know, since I've been working out, I've never looked three hundred pounds. But yeah, I, I can definitely feel it and I can definitely yeah. feel the difference. I got you. I got you. So what's your take on the current events in America and how has it had a ripple effect on you personally? Oh, man. Oh, man. I don't know if you saw the, the video um, that I posted about, you know, my my dealings, the, the, the dealings I had with racism, especially being down south. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, remember, I did watch that video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a real thing down south. Um, I'm going to go ahead and disclose a little bit more personal information, too, which I don't mind doing. My mom actually ended up with COVID for a little mm. bit. She turned out she turned out to be all right, um, but you know, with her being the age that she was, we was a little scared because um, she is at that high risk age. She does have type two diabetes, so we was worried about that. Um, I I'm not feeling to go for the whole coin shortage thing. Like I'm just like it, I just feel like if it ain't one thing, it's another. Like what, yeah. what it was. It, they was talking about an earthquake this morning. I don't know if you was around for all of that. Yeah, I seen that uh, opening my Yahoo. Say somewhere in South Carolina, this it was a five point one. Man, listen, let me tell you something. I didn't feel the thing. Now my wife was the one that felt it. I was like, I didn't feel shit. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't feel the thing. And then the the whole murder one is like. But I will say this: I do have a video coming out soon about. Uh, it's I think it's like my thoughts on the coronavirus is part two. Um, I do have one video uploaded already about how I feel about coronavirus. I really think that people just need to stop and take a minute to kind of just think for themselves. I think a lot of times, like with the internet being the way it is and all this information, the world we live in, like we're so quick to trust rumors versus what the facts actually are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, do I do I believe COVID nineteen is a real thing? Absolutely, yeah. Does that mean because now do am I am I in fear of my life? Do I feel like I'm gonna get it? No, because I've done all the necessary all the necessary things over the years 
to keep myself immune to infection and disease. I worked in mental health before I became a full-time person. I worked in mental health for 10 years plus. So we had to wash our hands. You know, we had to use gloves one time. You know, it was only in certain instances where we had to wear a surgical mask. And it wasn't because of, you know, we thought something was airborne. It was usually because a patient had tuberculosis or something like that. Um, we always kept disinfectant uh, spray wipes. We kept we keep bug spray around the house. We always kept cleaning products, um, toilet paper, like water, all these things that people just all of a sudden do because of the hysteria that the media creates. You know, that that's some of the stuff that we always did around these parts. Um, uh, I noticed that another thing I noticed too, and you know, I was annoyed by this, you know, everybody buying up all the workout equipment to work out at home. Okay. Like, I mean, y'all all of a sudden want to get in shape and get healthy because Christian told you that you should, Christian told you that you should four years ago. I told you last month that you should, but now the media telling you is like, okay, well maybe I'll listen now. It's like, Y'all, y'all, we, we got to start thinking for ourselves. Like, you got to just sit down and you got to do some reading and you got to, you know, you got to do some analyzing. You got to do a little bit of research before you start jumping the gun when it comes to things. Like, am I going to go out there and intentionally do things to get COVID? No. But am I afraid? Like, unless, unless people just start dropping like flies, like dropping dead in the street, I ain't worried about damn thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I, I really feel like, the whole thing about the mask and all that stuff. I'm like, listen, that, right. that that'll right. be a whole that'll be a whole nother podcast that you don't even have to do right. about, about right. how I feel about the mask and all that. And you know, to each his her own. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to agree with what I'm saying. You don't have to believe what I'm saying. But what I do want you to believe is that I feel like you just need to kind of think for yourself. And I think the 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 state of the world now is like they're not pushing that agenda. They're just saying, okay, this is how you stay healthy. You stay in the house, which could probably cause a little bit of cabin fever. I know a lot of people that's mm-hmm. suicidal because of that. Um, what, what's the other one? Make sure you wash your hands. Like really, like my daughter is two and she knows she's supposed to wash her hands. Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> like that, you learn, that's some of the stuff you learn at an early age. Um, keep your distance. Like, listen, if you don't know me like that, you're not supposed to be in my face anyway. So <laughs> why why are we why are we going there? Like why are we having to teach people that? And the last one, wear a mask. Okay. All these things are not going to keep you immune to a disease. What will keep you immune to a disease is that you're getting a lot of rest, is that you're drinking enough water, and that you're eating um an adequate amount of fruits and vegetables and lean meats and protein. Like all these things are the stuff that's keeping like, dude, I can't tell you the last time I've been sick. <laughs> I really, I really do not even remember. It it might have been in late 2018, and that was just because I I, I want to say that was because a lack of sleep and a lack of energy. I really don't think I just got that just from you know not washing my hands or somebody you know passing a, a cold on to me. I really think that a lot of that had to do with me just being worn out. And I told you about how it was when I was working for that um that logistics company. <clears throat> Here before I got the job over at Fitbit, right. that that job was it was tiring. Like they wanted they wanted you to work like the first part of the week, like the first four days, they wanted you to work like 12, 13 hours. And then by the time Thursday got there, it was like, well, why are y'all tired? Like, really? What the hell? Like right, 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 you think right. you're tired. So, but like, um, I didn't mean to get off subject, but like the the whole the whole COVID thing, like the 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 um these health organizations, like I, I really feel like CDC and World Health and National uh, Institutes of Health, I really think they need to be pushing that agenda over wearing masks and washing hands and stuff like that. I, I just really think they just need to teach people ways to help build up their immune system because staying in the house ain't going to cut it because that's going to cause right. you to go crazy. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So they just, they, they really need to push that agenda, but you know, and make sure they tell people that if you're going to stay in the house, make sure your house is clean. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I want to watch these episodes of Borders. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my goodness. If they got a shelter in place, it's, it's a wrap. I mean, mm-hmm. they probably got something else in that, in that house that's worse than COVID. Oh, Rat, rats and roaches. Rats and roaches carry more diseases <laughs> than anybody. But. Yeah, just, man, it's all kind of crazy stuff. But, man, it is, you know, crazy times. And it's great to see you and see you uh, prospering and, 
you know, always busy and still just being innovative and still just having that, having that push. And, you know, the state of everything that's going on in the world right now, you know, we can, it, we can go either way every day. You know, you can wake up like, man, forget all this. I'm trying to stay strong. And it's just, I just want to flop out in the middle of my living room and just lay out like a starfish. <laughs> but, you know, you're like, well, you know what? That's not going to feed my daughter. That's not going to make sure these lights stay on. You know, that's not going to make me feel better overall. And if I'm going to have a fighting chance of whatever that's out there, you know, your health has to be the priority. It has to be uh, in, in tip top shape. So that right there motivates me alone. You know what I mean? And just like, man, I can't sit down for long. You know, I got to keep my heart moving. You know, I mean, keep, keep it, keep it, keep it beating. It's like that feeling, and what I mean by that is like, you know, the feeling of, let's say, before you go to work, right? Like once you, you know, you're on your way to work and you, you know, you're training people or what have you, but like you haven't gotten your workout in. But after you get your workout in, you breathe differently throughout the whole day, right? And it's like, no, I need that. And so the chase for that type of, you know, new breath, that new feeling of, you know, your legs are a little bit more mobile. You may be a little bit more sore in your shoulders or whatever, but like that's the thing that, you chase because you know that's giving your body um, a fighting chance of whatever's you know mm-hmm. is is out there. And you know, uh, thank God for you know your mother's you know recovery and our health, and pray that your family is protected and you know and everything still goes goes right for you all. Um, other than that, man, just let everybody know as far as your YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. All that website, uh, ebooks, anything that you got coming out, let everybody know where you can, where they can uh, follow you at, and where they can get it at. Yeah, no, he did not say TikTok. No, I'm not. <laughs> I, I that is, it's so weird. With us to get I'm like, y'all, 35 and up, and got TikTok. I'm like, you know what? Let me not judge. Like, I'm, I'm working on myself during this time. Mm-hmm. I'm working on myself by not, you know, like you said earlier. You know, posting stuff because you know everybody is you know hashtag charming. You know what I mean? They saw. So I'm just like, you know what? Let me let let me focus on me. Let me let me focus on me. But I still kind of look at. It. I'm like, you an adult with TikTok? What? Yeah, yeah. And even speaking of that, uh, the, before you answer your question, is I've been learning how to do reels mm-hmm. on Instagram, and from what people are telling me, because. Uh, Instagram gangster. They'll take somebody else's stuff and say, yeah, we got what y'all was doing on our stuff. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. I like when somebody does that. Nobody else responds. I'm like, so you going to let them hit you like that? Yeah. They, you know what I mean? They blew me because I felt the same way when they started start doing the IG snaps. I was like, y'all really yeah. just took Snapchat idea and y'all actually made it a little bit better because yeah. I like the fact that I can put music to some of my snaps. And the way I try to set it up is on my Insta snaps. I try to put songs that kind of relate to what I'm doing. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I like about that. But um you can find me um on Instagram, Chris underscore the vigilante. Um you can find me on Facebook as as Chris Jenkins. Um Snapchat, you add me as uh B Magic29. Now that's to be spelled B M A J I K twenty nine. That's B Magic29. Um I don't have Twitter because I'm still I, like I said, I got a whole lot of apps that I'm trying to, I be trying to keep up with. Like I, I have my own wife just be buzzing my phone when, even when I'm not playing words with friends uh-huh. in a timely manner as I should. I used to play that a lot. I used yeah. to play that a lot. I had to delete it. <laughs> I, delete it. Yeah. I was just playing it too much. <laughs> yeah, gave up on that. But um, YouTube, you can find me at uh, Chris the Vigilante on YouTube. Um, in, any kind of fitness content. Um, nutrition content. I try to post that. I try to mix it up on my YouTube too every now and then. I might do a sneaker review here and there. Um, I do share some a lot of my personal stories, like stuff outside the gym. If you um my latest, not my latest video, but my second to last video, I talked about some of the, the racism that I encountered, you know, growing up and even as an adult about all the all the racist issues. So you you liable to find a little bit of anything on my YouTube, but it's mainly just fitness and nutrition. I, I try to stick to that, but sometimes I just feel the need like I was like this this needs to be said and people need to see this. So I'll right. put it in there. 
Right. And they can find um, all those links to your social media accounts on your website, your official website, your official oh, yeah. website. It has, uh, it has everything that can link towards there, right? <laughs> you this, this is why I like this dude. Because one time I made, I made an intro for my YouTube videos. And I was like, Christian, what do you think of this? He texted me back. He was like, dude, what the hell is wrong with you? Put the website up there. I was like, oh, yeah, duh. <laughs> that's why that's why I rock with this dude. Because he all, he seemed to always find something that I got missing. But my um, my website is um, vigilantefit.com. And um, basically, it's just, it's talk, it talks about um, basically everything we talked about on here. Um, it's got where you can like book one-on-one sessions or something, book online sessions. I'm mainly trying to do, stick to online sessions until this. COVID thing get finished. Um, you can also see me as a um, as the uh, head the the head Fit Body boot camp coach at uh, you can follow us at lexingtonfitbody.com. Um, we own Instagram as Lexington Fit Body boot, no Instagram Lexington Fit Body and then on Facebook Lexington Fit Body boot camp. I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. All righty, and that will do it for today's. Uh, podcast episode. I appreciate Chris the Vigilante taking time out of his busy day and uh you know he's gotta do his family family time thing or just probably just soak in the uh you know in, in, in some Epsom salt for those legs, probably catch some NBA basketball and uh you know we we have not pretty much had a sit down conversation honestly since kind of like all this COVID stuff coming out. So even when you see on this video and whatever you're listening to, like this is all like legit. You know, I'm always happy to see my brother. He's Always got a smile on his face, and, uh, and yeah, man, it's, it's, it's great to see you. Um, great that your family's in, in, in full health and everything like that. Um, yeah, man, wish you the best and much prosperity, man. Love, man. The same to you, brother. Hey, man, thanks for having me up here. All right. All right, talk to you soon. Yeah.